Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's go. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stauffer joining you live from Penticton, B.C., where the Young Stars Tournament will get started at uh, this time tomorrow when the Edmonton Oilers rookies take on the Winnipeg Jets rookies. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by World of Spas. Uh, I'm joining you from Penticton. Brendan Escott, big part of the show back in the 630 Chet Studios in Edmonton, along with our technical producer, Kellen Kennedy. Coming up on today's show, a sit-down one-on-one conversation, Ryan Nugent Hopkins at about 5.15, 5.16. At 5.35 today, for our friends at Century Casino Sports Bar and Lounge, Ron McLean from NHL Hockey and Rogers for GCL Diesel today at 6.05 from Sportsnet, lead analyst on the Oilers uh, regional television package, Louis DeBrusque. And at 6.35 today, the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Kurt Hill, Reed Wilkins will uh, swing by around 6.50 as well. Here's how you get a hold of us. The River Creek Resort and Casino hotline is 780-496-0063. Brett Michaels, uh, another reminder of this live at the River Cree Saturday night. You can get your tickets now at the RiverCreeResort.com. River Cree Resort Casino Excitement. Bet on it. We will tell you we are going to have an announcement uh, in pending days on an event uh, that you can get involved with when you're way in at the River Cree Resort and Casino uh, with a, uh, well, someday I'm sure you'd want to hear from. Of course, you can reach us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more information. We're available on X on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoff or Brendan Escott, who we'll hear from momentarily at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. As we uh, roll into today's top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. So here's the deal. Uh, the orders organization flew into uh, Kelowna yesterday and uh, made the uh, sojourn um uh, down into Penticton, a little bit of a delay, but uh, the BC Roads crew did a great job and cleaned up a uh, rock slide that enabled us to get into Penticton. The team um, practiced this morning over at the South, or this afternoon at the South Okanagan Event Center. Tomorrow we'll have a sit-down, one-on-one conversation with Xavier Borgo. He's the lone Oilers first-round draft choice. And this is the ninth year that I've been here, dating back since 2010. The event's ninth time that they've uh, hosted it here in uh, in Penticton. And I think of where Edmonton's at now compared to maybe where they've been in past years. You know, in 2010, the Oilers were full-blown in the rebuild, and Taylor Hall was the number one pick, and they had Jordan Everly and Magnus PRB here as well. 2011, Nugent Hopkins was the number one pick. We had a lockout in 2012. 2013, Darnell Nurse, his team was here. 2014, uh, we had Nurse and Leon Dreisaitl. And in 2015, McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Nurse. And then last year, four number ones with Dylan Holloway, Philip Broberg, 
as well as Reed Schaefer and Xavier Borgo. Borgo, the uh, last holdover as number one. As we bring aboard back to the 630 Chad Studios, did a great job yesterday hosting the show. Hello, Brendan Escott. How are you doing? I'm holding it down over here, Bob. How was the trip down? You say the uh, the travels were a little less leery than you may have anticipated out of the oh, game. Oh well, just yeah, the the you know wait I don't know we didn't wait that long. Uh, of course, uh, for some people that are aware, the highway was shut down from. Uh, Kelowna to Penticton. They reopened it up on the 11th and, uh, you know, basically it's single lane and so they let a few vehicles go at a time. So that was good. It, very relaxed here as Brendan, as you can imagine. Um, the, it, the, uh, Vancouver Canucks rolled in today. Uh, Winnipeg and Calgary coming in tonight, uh, and Edmonton plays in Winnipeg tomorrow. Brendan, it's, 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 it's pretty, unique with this event because we've had years in which the Oilers were the show and Edmonton's performed quite well in this tournament uh, even last year the team had four number ones and that was the tournament that Dylan Holloway dominated Noah Philp was also very good he of course is elected to retire after a pretty good season down in the American Hockey League where he scored 16 goals as much as there is a focus on Xavier Borgo as a lone first rounder for me, it's more about the potential depth pieces, and I know that there's a lot of people in the Western League high on Max Warner and high on Jaden Groove, and they both are big, six foot three. They're both right shots. Brendan, the Oilers have a lot of left shot defensemen that are veterans in their organization, and they have a lot of left shot center options, including a couple of the world's three guys that have had 100 points last season with David Drysdale, Nugent Hopkins playing the wing. They could use some push coming in two to three years from now on the right side, can't they? Yeah, it's looking a little thin, uh, certainly on the back end of things in general, but particularly uh, on the right side. So if, if you get some development and, and some positive signs out of Max Wanner and his big frame or Bo Akey and his puck moving skills, uh, that, that bodes well for uh, for maybe shorter term down the road. I think we'll see both Max Warner and Jaden Groves start uh, be in the American Hockey League this year. Um, and, you know, last year, Noah Philip went from a healthy, scratched winger to the first-line center by the end of the year. I don't expect that significant a progression for Groove only because he's just 20 years of age. He actually can go back to junior for another year. And, and so too can Max Warner. But those guys are going to be playing down in Bakersfield this season. And again, I mean, we're talking prospects down the road three years um, away. And that's just the reality of the situation. And Brendan, I, you know, I know it's funny. We, we did the Ken Holland interview on Tuesday and a couple of guys reached out to me and they're like, you're already on Canaboat potentially moving draft capital at the deadline and that's yeah i'm like well yeah because who says the trade has to be get made at the deadline we saw last year where the rangers in toronto got really assertive and went out and plucked guys off of the uh, st louis blues and the chicago blackhawks organization i i think it's entirely possible that the orders are going to continuously be having 12 to 15 camp invites at these events and not a lot of draft picks and that's just the reality of when you're going for it in the national hockey league isn't it Exactly, and that's sort of what we were discussing yesterday as well. And, and just trying to find the right words for exactly what that means. But in short, the Oilers are in a great spot at the top of the organization and it has to be uh, drawing from somewhere. And the fact is that that uh, NHL roster is being supplemented by a lot of those guys that are just transitioning out of having played in the rookie tournament. So they got to load yep. up the system, but it's tough to do when you're picking late, late, late or not picking at all. 
They're going to have to find players. They, I mean, hopefully for them, they found one with Jaden Grube, who the Rangers elected not to sign. The Oilers moved to pick from 2023. And again, I think he's going to be a guy to watch and, and along with Max Warner and partially the size, partially the, the, the size, uh, you know, the way they shoot. Um, and again, an organization with a lot of left shot D and uh, center that can shoot left as well. All right. It's 514 in Edmonton. Let's get to NHL today. It is presented by Elite Promotional Marketing. 40-plus years in the Edmonton region. Your local branded branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Drew Shamahorn and his staff will take care of you. Here is Brendan Escott. Okay, Bob McKenzie's preseason draft rankings are out. Macklin Celebrini. Vancouver is um, he's where he's born, but he's going to play at Boston University this year. Expected to go first overall or at least be part of a big three along with the U.S. National Team Development program winger Cole Iserman that's E-I-S not Y-Z and uh, Russian forward Ivan Demidov as well so keep uh, keep an ear out for those names moving forward this year ahead of the 2024 draft couple PTOs today Josh Bailey to Ottawa and uh, Zach Aston Reese to Carolina. They've gobbled up a lot. Uh, Mark Recchi inducted into the Philadelphia Flyers Hall of Fame this upcoming season. About time, considering he was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 2017. The official sports drink of the NHL, BioSteel, reportedly declaring bankruptcy. Uh, Darren Ravel reports that they made what? $17 million. That's it in earnings, Bob. And it took them $150 million and expenditures for them to bring that in. I'm not a businessman, but that's not a profit margin of any kind. So um, they're in tough, but... Wow, I didn't uh, see that. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, I've been down there, I've bench level and sort of seen how there's there's a lot of that stuff hanging around and I, I don't just know how much of it actually goes to 40 minutes ago at the rink. So it's, there you there's, go. There's a ton. There's coolers everywhere. Anyway, um, so we'll see what happens with that. But the door is now open for Gatorade, I suppose, or Powerade. Uh, Edmonton Oil Kings uh, playing their final exhibition games this weekend against Prince George. They're in Grand Cash, Alberta. More on that uh, coming up with Kurt Hill at 635. And the Golden Bears in action once again. Preseason continues Friday and Saturday against Mount Royal. Starts at the Claire Drake tomorrow. All right, 516 in Edmonton, as promised. When we come back, uh, we'll get it to our headliner today for Will Hawk Beef Jerky, the Edmonton Oilers fan favorite, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. You're listening to Oilers Now. It's 516 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you from Penticton, British Columbia. Beautiful day here, about 26 degrees. Tomorrow, uh, the show will emanate live from the South Okanagan Event Center. Back in 2011, our focal point was Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He has, of course, become an Edmonton Oilers fan favorite. I'd say an Edmonton sporting icon. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is our Oilers now headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock W-I-L-A. That's W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Wilhock Beef Jerky. And here's our sit-down 1v1. Ryan, thank you for taking time to join us here on Oilers Now. Longer summer, I think, than everybody was hoping for. A good summer for you personally. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, but just a thought on how much time, you know, like you guys have made such progressive steps over the last couple of years. I don't know if you were a legitimate Stanley Cup contender two years two years ago. We ended up in the conference final. Big victory over Calgary. I think last year, I think everybody knew you guys were right there. Is it... 
<laughs> does there come a point where, okay, we you look at it, you evaluate it, here's what we need to do better, and we need to move on? How does that process take place? Uh, yeah, well, I think that that is what happens. I mean, you learn from losing, basically, and uh, you get better as a group, you get better as an individual in those situations. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think, like you said, I mean, we, we probably felt like we had... Uh, um, a, not a better team, but just the more experience in a team to, to go a little bit farther last year than the year before, and uh, it didn't work out. And uh, I am a true believer, and you have to keep putting yourself there, and you have to uh, experience these things. And I mean, it's so rare that a team just just gets there and wins, and, and that's it. I mean, it's uh, look at pretty much every team, and um, that has won, and uh, they all have to go through it. And uh, it's it's not easy. It's it definitely hurts, and uh, sometimes you expect more. And um, that was us last year, but uh, we're going to learn from it, and we're going to um, we're going to get better uh, because of it. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting when you look at how much better the team for me is on paper now than it was even when you guys played Winnipeg. I mean, you've added Zach Hyman and Vander Kane up front. Uh, you've added Matthias Heckholm on defense, and I think we saw a real tease as to where Evan Bouchard could go. I mean, it's just. I mean, just just for you personally, I mean, to have the amount of support you have at forward, and you've got, you know, Ryan McLeod's now part of the mix, and hopefully Dylan Holloway. I mean, there's, a, there's some pretty good players up front on this team, aren't there? Absolutely. I mean, it's uh, the deepest team that um, uh, I've been a part of for sure, and uh, and the most competitive, and just uh, we push each other. I mean, already we're skating together, and, and we're pushing each other. It's competitive out there, and everybody wants to win, and even these little games. I mean, you go two-on-two two with a, uh, a couple guys, and, um, and we're pushing each other to get better, and uh, so it's 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 a competitive group, and a lot of guys are in the, the prime of their careers right now, and, uh, and then we have some young guys that are pushing uh, the older guys to, to compete and uh, keep their spots, and um, yeah, I mean, it, it makes it fun. It makes it fun to come uh, come to work every day, and uh, obviously, uh, to be a competitive team like this is a lot better than uh, when I first came here, and it uh, you're struggling to um, to even get 500. It's uh, obviously it's uh, it's a lot more fun uh, for me personally to be is, part of this. Is there any way to really compare it? Just how far the team has progressed? I mean, when you think about remember that first year, you're like eight or nine games in, and you know you're you were like top 25 in scoring at that time. And I think you I think yeah you sort of look. I remember you said, "Am I am I staying here?" I'm like, "Well, of course you're staying here." Like you know what I mean? And just the the place the organization's in is completely different, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, uh, we've taken some huge strides, and um, that uh, goes to uh, show the commitment that the whole organization, but the players have uh, really put into to getting better and, um, and and making the the right decisions to, to improve. And we want to be a contender every year, and uh, we've had that chance uh, last three four years. I mean, even if you, you lose in the first round or. You're still there, and you're still giving right. yourself a chance. It's uh, uh, you don't ever want to lose in the first round. You don't uh, want to get swept at any po- at any point. But you're there. You're giving yourself a chance, and um, yeah, I mean, it's it. You really can't compare it to my first few years in the league. It's uh, a completely different feeling now. We're joined by Ryan Nugent Hopkins of the Edmonton Oilers. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. Ryan, uh, it's, uh, I'm going to share the secret with about forty thousand people listening to this interview right now. When you were drafted, I said to 
couple key people. I said he will have a 100-point season one day in the NHL. I just didn't think it would happen in like year 10 or 11. You know what I mean? Like it was a, a, 12. Year 12 for you, yeah. Like and, and in fairness, you probably would have had 70 points your first year if you didn't injure your shoulder. But there's, a, you know, the, and part of it's the power play. But maybe you can speak to how that success in the power play translates to success in other parts of the ice as well for you. Five on five creates more opportunities to potential. Not that you're always out there in empty net situations, but it all does start from the power play. I mean, you've always been a great power play player. Like the guys around the league that are on other teams ever to say, you know, it's, it's BS when you guys are on the ice because you can't stop your. Like, I, I just want, I, I mean, it's. We haven't had a power play in the NHL in 30 years, have four straight years over 25%, and you guys just had the best power play ever this year. Yeah. So just a thought on being a part of that group. It is. I mean, it, it, I mean, obviously, the, the bigger goal we didn't reach last year, um, but at the same time, I mean, to, to be a part of something like that, it, it is special. I mean, it's uh, uh, to, to set a record like that, it's, uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, we, we go out there, and obviously, we, we've played years together, and uh, the same, pretty much the same unit uh, for years now, and we just know each other so well, and uh, um, we have a lot of confidence, but at the same time, we expect, expect ourselves every time that we go out there I mean we know it's not going to happen but we expect to, to score get great chances and uh, so it, it definitely was special to be a part of and uh, and we don't want to take a step back we know that uh, teams will uh, maybe try to play us a little different on the power play or um, not take as many penalties but at the same time we, we do believe in our 5-on-5 five five game too if, if teams aren't going to take penalties and they're not going to be hooking and holding then we have guys who can uh, expose that too so um, I mean for me personally it's uh, power play has always been uh, a big part of my uh, my game but um, at the same time I was happy last year with uh, my 5-on-5 five five play I still think I put up uh, the mod my best production producing year uh, five on five also so um, the team yeah. did too and to illustrate the point four previous years when Connor and Leon were not one of them was not on the ice four previous years five on five the team was minus 20 or worse goal differential last year you guys were plus I think plus 10 or 11 and that's a that's a big because you played a lot with obviously Connor but that's a, a big sign right there just at how much more balance there is with the forwards overall yeah for sure if you have a team like that with uh, with the weapons that we do have um, uh, and then uh, for the next couple lines to, to be able to outscore that other team, I mean, that's uh, that's massive, and that's uh, usually what it comes down to in playoffs. So it's something that uh, you want to build on during the season and uh, keep rolling into playoffs. All right. Uh, we said we'd get to, uh, personally, a very uh, you know, a great off season for you and your family. Just a thought on uh, how does life change? I mean, it's... Mm-hmm. I'm thinking back 17 years now since we had Hudson, but it, I mean, it, it's got to be, you know, how's your time management going right now? Are you getting any sleep? It's, it's been all right. It's, uh, the sleep is obviously kind of the biggest thing, but uh, my wife, Bree, has been handling the, the majority of it throughout the night. So, um, I mean, she's really stepped into this role uh, seamlessly. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's obviously life has changed a lot, but uh, in, in, in the best way possible. So uh, we've been loving it so far. Uh, baby girls is doing well. and uh, Lennon. Lennon, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're we're, we're ecstatic to to um, to grow our family like this, and uh, definitely a new chapter in our lives. That is Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who is fifth currently in all-time Oilers games played at 801. He'll likely move past both Glenn Anderson and Mark Messier this year. 
Uh, Nugent Hopkins, by the way, is eighth all-time in team goals. He's ninth in team assists and uh, eighth in team points during the course of his Oilers career. He's a legend. In, in, in terms of the Oilers fan base, Brendan Escott, who's back at the 630 Chad Studios, Bob Stauffer joining you in Penticton. Is there a more popular current player, with all due respect to the god that is Connor McTavid and his running mate, Leon Dreisettle, is there a more popular player in Edmonton in oil country than Ryan Nugent Hopkins? I mean, uh, if you're asking me to pick the, uh, I, don't, I don't even know what you would title that. I mean, the popularity of McDavid is is something we probably haven't seen since Wayne was in town. But as far as the people's champ, maybe that's what we need to title him is uh, is the people's champion. He's he's got a lot of of. Um, just un, unfettered love from this fan base, Bob, no matter what. No question about it. All right. It is 528 in Edmonton. We're going to head off to a global uh, news weather traffic update momentarily. Do you want to mention, too, you're going to want to stay tuned during the upcoming NHL season for Oilers game day trivia. It's going to be presented by Pro-Am Sports, fan cave and fan gear specialists for all budgets. It's in Edmonton on St. Albert Trail and at proamsports.ca. Randy Kilbert up next with a global news weather traffic update. And then when we come back on Oilers Now from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Century Casino Edmonton, Ron McLean, Bob Stoffer joining you in Penticton. It's 529 in Edmonton.